1: Welcome to the family with
0: co-host Catherine Brandt,
1: Andy Rampernard, Dave Schrader, and we'll be right back in a couple of seconds, second hour coming up right after this with the family.
4: Take it from Zap. They ship today.
0: The the
1: we are back, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think of that action? Boy, everybody's getting hammered now. Uh, Elon Musk, response to Grimes dating rumor, leans transphobic. Tesla CEO posted a bizarre meme. He also changed his name to Elona Musk on Twitter. <laughs> So apparently, you can't joke around at all anymore. There'll be
5: no joking around. Well, I mean, they've been going after him forever.
0: Yeah, the media very
5: badly wants him one. destroyed. They do, don't they? They really want him to. Boy, if you
1: make it, you make it good in America. They're going to come after you, unless. Well, but he was born a rich kid, wasn't he? is not mother yeah, and father was. Are worth a ton of money, aren't they? <laughs> yep. I think so. Uh, whether or not Grimes is actually dating military whistleblower Chelsea Manning is still up in the air, but it looks like looks like uh, her ex isn't happy about the rumor. Oh, I don't those kids aren't together anymore?
0: I don't know. I can't keep up.
1: I can't either. He's expressing it in an eyebrow-raising way after the whispers about Grimes and Manning, a transgender woman started circulating recently. Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk put up an apparently transphobic meme Monday on Twitter, showing a forlorn-looking character from the Netflix series Narcos, along with the clunky caption, Netflix waiting for the war to end to make a movie about a black Ukraine guy falls in love with a transgender Russian soldier. Well, he might just be predicting something. You never know. It could happen.
5: That's a fair fair criticism of Netflix, I'll say. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is right now.
1: Um, per consequence, Musk didn't mention Manning's name specifically, but the site notes that Musk and Grimes have long bickered publicly about trans rights, with Grimes solidly uh, pro-LGBTQ. NT- NDTV reports that Musk also changed his name on Twitter to Ilona Musk. I, once again, this is one of those deals, who knows what the hell's going on anymore. And also, who cares? Yeah, who ca- that's exactly the, the, the thing, Tony you and Dave I'm-
5: and Catherine. Tony and Dave. What? Did Tony. I say Tony? Here's Tony.
1: A Tony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well I, I literally just changed pages and there was a story about the guy named Tony. Oh. <laughs> so I looked at him and went, whoops. I like, Andy hmm. and Dave and Catherine is what I meant. <laughs> nice. Unless my brother was on the phone, then that's different. It could be. You know what I mean? You oh, know what I'm saying?
0: It'll be interesting to see if Tony talks to you today. Calls you. Maybe out of Tony. Oh maybe it might have a Tony vibe.
1: Mm-hmm. Is there an opening? I, look, I'm not sticking up for Elon Musk and I'm not sticking up for Sam Elliott. And I don't know why they even do these kinds of things. But I just I think really, if you were solidly in place and, and happy with yourself, just don't let it affect you. What, what do you care? What, you're never going to d- do business with Elon Musk anyway. I wonder if a lot of it is, again, I
6: haven't heard their actual comments or read what they said. People have a tendency, especially in the written word, to shine their own perspective on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sh- shit mood today. And I read Andy's post and it's like, hey, I hope you have a good day. Oh, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. Why do you have to be so sarcastic, Andy? And exactly. it's like, dude, I just wish you a happy day. People have that, that issue with I, I think there's an aspect with... Um, maybe with what Sam Elliott is saying and understand I'm not standing up for him. I'm admitting, I know know. what his statement was. Uh, I know, you know, I'm just saying it to the listeners. So I don't take heat for this, but it could be that there are moments when being too woke, taking things in a certain direction, it feels like it's not servicing the people you're hoping it's going to service. It feels more like pandering. Like right now, I've been a comic book reader my whole life. Um, Right now, you know, Superman's son is gay. Uh, The new Robin is bisexual. And that's all the story is about. And it's like, what does that matter? You know, if it's a back part of the story, who cares? Why? It's like, oh, look how woke we are. We're making our superheroes gay and bisexual and transgender. And you shouldn't have to announce it. Just do it.
3: And just do it. I understand. I agree. There's an
6: aspect of announcing so that maybe that audience that is not being served by comics become aware of it. But it's in the overwokeness, I think, that some people are just feeling worn down. Um, you know, there's been this hubbub about James Bond perhaps being a woman soon. They may cast him. Mm-hmm. And you've got yeah. a lot of staunch yeah. supporters that are like, no, James Bond was written by Ian Fleming. He's a man. Just leave him a man. It doesn't mean that we're against women having a strong character role, it's well, just like some things you don't have to change
0: Well, why just for it, the
6: sake of change.
0: Why does it have to be James Bond? Why can't it be a, a woman who is like James Bond, but it's yeah, a woman. It's a different why story. Why is
5: there a, yeah 009 or whatever? Why does it have well, to be exactly. 007 <laughs> being changed? Why don't you make your own new creative thing because rather than changing can't. something that exists? No, they don't. There's the CIA agent in
6: the last James Bond movie. Uh, she's amazing. She's and and I'm not just saying it because she's strikingly gorgeous, but she is. She's like watching a whirlwind during the fight scene, and she's she plays the kind of dumb girl, but then realize she's just screwing with you, and she's much smarter and much more advanced. She would be a great character for them to spin off and have her own movie series. Yeah. They don't yep. need James Bond, no. but I think they're they're getting worried because. Halle Berry's character Jinx in the Pierce Brosnan movie, that was her introduction, she was supposed to get a spin-off but because it was so poorly conceived it it blew that out of the water so they think, well we can't create a secondary character, well you can if it's a fully thought out character, there was Doctor Who has been around since 1963, debuted the Mm -hmm. day after Kennedy was assassinated, he's always been a man, they've alluded to the fact that when he transfers, he doesn't die, it's an excellent way to keep the story moving because as the actors get older and age out of the project or decide they don't want to be typecast as doctor who they can transform they regenerate into a new actor which gives creative license to rewrite new stories and look at it from a new perspective and they did that this last doctor with jody whittaker they brought this woman in very strong capable good actor and you can watch the series and they didn't know what to do with her and it, disser- it was a complete disservice to her. They didn't allow her to be funny and quirky because they didn't want it to feel like she's just following in the male perspective. They couldn't make her bitchy and strong because then she's just a bitchy, strong mm-hmm. woman. They couldn't make right. her matronly because, well, then you're pandering to, look, oh, she's a woman and has boobs, so she must be motherly. It's this weird kind of, they didn't think it through. They were just trying to be woke and step up. And I'm not putting down the fact, let it be a strong female Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. That's great. But do it. As though you're writing it for whoever steps in the role. It shouldn't matter if they've got cleavage or not. It shouldn't matter if they're black or white or yellow or, or a horse. If you write a good, compelling story, it doesn't matter who's
5: in the role of Doctor
6: Who. Well, the That's real problem is I mean,
5: you can blame the audience a lot for that, I think. Because we've seen many times that a show can have a 100 white bank robbers and one black bank robber, and the show will be called racist for depicting a black man as a bank robber. (laughs) Women have the same thing. If you have a stupid female character, well, then you're clearly saying all women are stupid. Even if there's 50 stupid men in your show or your movie or whatever, no one cares about that. They only care that you're depicting a woman in a negative way. So uh, filmmakers are very aware of this and they want to avoid it. So they end up making that's why you so often see that every villain has to be a white man. It's because that's the only safe kind of person you can make into someone who's just objectively evil for no good reason right. right even
6: the james bond villains have these kind of indiscernible accents so you he's a white male villain but we're not quite sure he's
5: from, from some what country generic or where for- he's from european country yeah <laughs> right he's from abroad well, that's all we have to know
0: you now we're talking about things that you know really are easy to solve but of course everybody has to make everything complicated because they have to make it a social justice thing right yeah. Yeah. um <clears throat> There's a new period product company that calls women bleeders.
1: Bleeders? Yeah, that's bleeders. the new That's thing. the new thing. I mean bleeding like a sheep?
0: Bleeding like a menstruating woman.
1: <laughs> she walked right into that one. No, Thank you very much. Wow. not funny. Anyway, move, I mean, moving forward.
0: The, if anybody came up and said, you know, what, what would you? <laughs> I know. You're a bleeder? You're not a woman.
5: <clears throat> you're a bleeder. Oh, Look my... at that
0: bleeder over there. How I isn't know. she nice? Well, my <laughs> favorite uh, my af- favorite,
5: dehumanizing <laughs> term for a woman that was uh, popular in the Tumblr crowd for a while there was front hole haver. Front hole haver. Mm-hmm. That's quite what? an effort to
1: be made to just say somebody's
5: yep. stuff. Well, they're tiptoeing around <laughs> this issue of gender and sex to a degree that's just like beyond parody. You can't even make fun of it
1: well you, you get, this you get aspects
6: about. i'm sorry real quick you get this aspect too that it's like um you know i'm a i'm a white male i have children and i got disdain at one of these events i was at recently and they're like do you really have 11 kids and i'm like well between my wife and i she had three i had eight and and this person and their partner looked at me and goes fucking breeders and hey, walked oh, away That's been a there you go a while. there you go and i'm like yeah wait a minute so i'm Completely fine with your sexuality and who you are, but that I dared to have family—I'm a fucking breeder.
0: I remember the first time I ever heard that. We were in uh, San Francisco, Francisco and we were put Tom and I were pushing Andy in a stroller, and some guy screamed, "Breeder!
1: Fucking breeder!" And Mm -hmm. I'm
0: like, "I'm like, what does that even mean?" I mean, somebody had to breed to get you here on the planet.
5: Exactly.
0: (laughs) I mean. What? <laughs> I just. I mean, I think it's like jealousy said, the is gone what it amok. is.
5: But you
1: know, do you do you get the uh, impression? Because I do get the impression that the people who are the loudest about this are the ones that are really unsure about their own brain and their own feelings, and they're trying to hide it. Well, yeah, that's what I think. It's really if you're way over the top about this, it means that you don't trust your own judgment. That's all it oh, means to there's... me is that you don't really know.
6: There's a lot of defense and listen,
1: uh, yes, I, yeah, that's, that's
6: why i right. I try to be patient and understanding in a lot of this because listen, the, the homosexual community, um, in total has been so misaligned and, and beat up and still continues to be that you can understand that there's this crusty edge to them towards the people that have done that. But that's, you know, that's lumping everybody together. That's a form of racism as well. That all because I'm a, a, a straight white male, I must not be for, you know, uh, the homosexual community. Or, and and I think it's a defense mechanism. And they're trying to lash out first before I might do or say something that hurts them. So I do try to take that in and understand it. I've I've dealt with that through my life with friends of color um that sometimes the first time i meet him i'm like wow you are a complete asshole and then i realized oh you're really not once we start getting past that defensive wall and you realize i'm not here to judge you i'm not here to beat you up i'm not here to be rude to you we we have these great relationships that flourish and we can go beyond and but people are quick to judge I, i was laughing the other day i was looking at at ratings on itunes and people's uh, comments about uh, show, my show uh, that I was on Darkness Radio and one is like mm-hmm. I'll no longer be listening to these two idiots they live in Biden country they probably support that jerk and he gave us a one star <laughs> review not knowing what our political affiliation was Isn't that because amazing? we live in a state that Biden Yeah. so it's people want to lump you in they want to yep. strike first they want to be the first to hurt so that they feel that they've got the, the edge and the step up yep. on you and if if I wound you first And anything you do from this point forward only seems like sour grapes.
1: You know, it's so amazing. I I go through this deal, and the family's been dealing with it as well. That that uh, you know, because I'm very excited. You could be whatever you want. You do whatever. The one thing I will never, ever, ever back down on is leave the children alone. Do not go after children. I will not ever tolerate that.
0: Well, yeah, our last guest was talking about that. Don't say gay. Oh, yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. Bill, that's well, not what it means. It, yeah. Well, it doesn't say anything like that. No, nope. um, that's the propaganda against it. It is. It ha- was crafted mm-hmm. to prevent teachers from talking about sexuality to kindergartners through third
5: graders. But any sexuality. Any. Any. They sexuality, don't. They're like yeah. they're
0: too young. You don't need to talk. To, teachers shouldn't talk to kids about sex. No. not In at that kindergarten age. through God, third no. grade. Through. Well, I like I as ta- we were talking on the break. Tom and I. I didn't know if my teachers were married unless they were a missus or a miss. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if they had kids. I didn't know anything about their personal life.
5: No, me either. Mm-hmm.
0: We went to school and we went home. We didn't have these you know, deep discussions with our teachers about what they believed and what we thought that they believed. And we didn't do that. And I think that's how it should be, especially kindergarten through third grade. Yeah.
1: Let them be kids, right. for Christ's sake.
0: Yeah, I, th- I just—that's yeah. what that bill says, mm-hmm. and I mean, it has been. Oh my God, on Twitter. Oh, I used to love living in Florida, but now because of the "Don't Say Gay" bill, I'm moving away. It's yeah. like, my first ass. of all, You've what you need LA to do is life. read, read the bill, find out what's in the bill before you listen to somebody on Twitter. Well
6: that's the thing. I already I, know what's in the bill. I saw the title of I it. Know. Don't say yeah. gay. <laughs> exactly.
5: I don't have
0: time for logic or facts,
5: Catherine.
6: No. I'm angry.
5: I have seen yep. so many times someone would introduce a bill, the media would freak out about it. Everyone would give it this like, you know, bombastic name, like they don't say gay bill. And what I would do, you can you can open up the bill in a PDF format or text format and you can hit control F And type in any term you want to see if the bill contains that term. And 80% of the time that term is never even mentioned in the bill. Right? They'll be like, oh, they're trying to make critical race theory uh, illegal. They're trying to make saying gay illegal. The terms don't even exist in the bill. The bill has nothing to do with anything that you think it has to do with.
0: Well, that's like I said. That's the people on the other side of the aisle who don't want whatever the bill is to be passed. So they start with the marketing stuff up about it. The marketing against it. It's just everything is just about being manipulated now, not the truth.
5: Yes, it is.
1: Well, look who's going through that right now. Is it Joe from Louisville who is on the phone right now? It's Joe. He's going through it. I'm telling you, flat out. I think he's a non bleeder. Actually, <laughs> I I think answered, didn't I right. tell you? I told you when you answered the phone, don't say
5: Joe. Didn't you hear me? <laughs> the don't say Joe bill. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what's up? So there's okay. not a
4: bill going in Florida that you can't say gay?
1: That's, well,
4: <laughs> that's what they think. But... I'm kind of gay, don't you think?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. It's
5: ridiculous. How do people I mean,
4: come up with the time to think of this bullshit?
5: I know. I know. I don't have the time well, of the do They have a lot of time when they're not reading any of the bills that they sign.
4: People got entirely too much free fucking time on their hands to be coming up to, to, to think that they can control the world. and, and The problem is we're letting them.
1: No, you're right. We're letting them do it. You're, you're uh, They're absolutely being
4: loud. We don't want to hear it, so we acquiesce to their demands. Instead of turning around and looking at them and say, Would you just shut the fuck up, go home, get a hobby, and leave us alone? Let us live our lives. But nobody you're wants you to do hobby. that because they don't want to be singled out. You know, me, I just don't give a shit. People yeah, need to take don't. that attitude. I'm sick
1: of it, you know? I know. I understand. I to just leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. Whatever you need to do or be, that's your business. Leave the kids out of it and I'm good to go. So all right. whatever you want to do, I don't care. Fine. Well, maybe the puppies too. You gotta leave yeah. the puppies alone
0: too. Yeah. Anything Pups. that
1: can't give you consent. <laughs> so Joe. Yo. How else is everything else going? How is everything else going? Ah, uh, slow. Just slow, Are you back at work?
4: No, I'm out on medical again.
1: Oh, you're on medical? Okay. All right.
4: Learning How's the that? hard way that dealing with diabetes isn't just watching what I eat.
1: Oh, I suppose that's true, no.
4: yeah.
5: You should uh, talk to Tim. Yeah, Tim, um, I've always got
4: diabetes. Yeah, yeah I've talked to past too. and For now, I'm, dealing, I'm uh, seeing an endocrinologist.
5: Oh, sure. Makes sense.
4: Now, getting into an exercise routine, um, doing meal planning, yeah, it's something I've never done in my life. Apparently, I guess I'm um, supposed to be eating more than just uh, a couple meals a day. Like, when uh, last week when we had those folks on, I asked why, you know, Three or four times a day. Yep. Well, with diabetes, you actually have to stick with that schedule.
5: Yeah, you have to keep your blood sugar uh, on the same oh, level right. throughout the day. You don't yeah, want it right. to fluctuate at
4: all. <clears throat> I find out that sometimes if I don't eat, my blood sugar spikes and I get tired and want to take a nap.
5: You can't do that.
4: Oh, I know. Because That's why the chronologist and
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let me tell you, uh, if
4: I can go back and not take that first drink, I would
1: I'd do it. No, I understand, but you're you're making a lot of progress every day, are you not? I am. It's That's it's a good. full progress, but
4: you know, I'm fifty years old and drinking for the better part of thirty years. Smoking for the better part of forty years.
1: Oh yeah. Yep.
4: Now, suddenly I stop. just going to catch up with
1: me. Yeah, but you're fighting back. That's the good... A lot of times people just never stop and they you know, they end up dying at a very young age, like, you know, 55 or 60. And you won't right. be doing that because you're handling it. That's good. That's the good news. Right. So that's cool. All right, Pally, we'll get back to work son one of these days. Let's go. Back
4: to working up first. Lose some yeah, weight, get into shape.
1: I like it. All right, pal, you behave. Well do. All right, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Joe of Louisville. He's not from Louisville. He's from Invergrove Heights. So it's Joe of Louisville calling in, ladies and gentlemen. You know, this whole thing is just, it it just does amaze me that the people... Why do people want to be the one? I was hurt. I was damaged. Why? Do you, I, you know, Dave. I've said this before. I don't know if you've ever been on when I say it, but I'm very serious. And I learned this when I was a little boy. Even if you did victimize me, I would never admit that you victimized me. No way. No. When I say they go, oh, you, you hurt my feelings. You victimize. I would never do
0: that. Well, that's a, that's that's because you grew up in the time you grew up. I, being a victim used to be something that you'd be ashamed of. Now, maybe, now yeah, being maybe, right. a, now being a victim is something that you
5: want, yes, <clears> you want <throat> it because it gets you stuff, so it's well, all think,
6: about what I get out of it. yep, yeah, okay, I, I think that's simplifying it to a degree. I mean it's it's also of the of the fact that it's listen, as somebody who is marginalized, I was bullied relentlessly as a child to the point I had a an actual physical and mental breakdown in fourth grade. No kid should have to deal with that right, so right you talk about it, you try to be a voice for people that are marginalized or feel, you know, I've talked openly for years about my depression and anxiety. I talked about the fact that I've been there. I had the gun in my mouth and I'm still alive today. And look at all the amazing things I would have missed out on had that gun gone off. So, you know, I try to, people feel like, oh, okay. So I'm not alone in that feeling. And there's a way to use the victimized aspect to not feel like, um, like a woe is me, but more of an empowerment of, look, I made it through this. You can make it through it. Uh, I've got this, but I think a lot of people lose that faith. And listen, I can go post on my Facebook, um, hey, you know, uh, look how cool this is. And I'll get three likes. The other day, I posted on Facebook about being bullied and how, you know, at 54 years mm-hmm. old, you'd think that mm-hmm. my skin would be thick enough to not be bothered. But there should never be an age where it's okay to let people treat you like shit and tell you, right. "I don't even right. know why you're on TV. You're fat and unattractive. I, I can't stand your <laughs> voice. Jeez, you're this." I get those hate mail all the time from people, and 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 all of a sudden, I've got 600 comments and compliments to me, which is beautiful and it's nice. But then people see that and they're like. If I reach out and say something, I'll get all this attention. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think they're trying to fulfill a, a wound. They're trying to feel like I, I do matter. And it shouldn't just be Dave Schrader who's on TV and a radio show that matters. But look, here I'm, I'm being vulnerable. And sometimes people then misinterpret that. And they think, oh, God, well you and your belly aching about what happened. Get over it. It's not that easy. That's not how depression, no, God, no. anxiety, or childhood wounds work.
0: Yeah, well, there's there's being bullied for real,
5: mm-hmm.
0: and then there's this perceived right, being bullied. That's yeah, the difference mm-hmm. I'm talking or about. Or it's like even dumber I'm than that. I that that mean,
5: they're... people are just upset that like, oh, this superhero doesn't look exactly the same way I do or talk exactly the same right. way I do. Right. I'm not being represented. It's like, yeah, most people aren't represented by superheroes. I don't have the ability to fly or, you know, put together a suit of armor that can shoot out brand new elements that I invented. That's the point of superheroes. They're not supposed to represent you, their concepts. But then people are like, oh, why, why can't Iron Man, you know, be uh, one quarter Jamaican and one quarter Portuguese and one half Thai like I am? Huh? Why not? That's, yeah. that's where it gets to be like, you know, they're trying to make themselves into a victim when they're really well, not at all.
0: Jussie Smollett is the perfect example of somebody that wanted desperately to be a victim. Why would he have done
5: that if he wasn't going to get something out of it? Right. He got a reward for doing it. That's the problem. You you have to realize
6: that that that's been a part of publicists' deals for years. Yes, it has. Listen controversy people love a comeback they love the down and out oh my god he was attacked oh the world is behind jesse smollett and all of a sudden jesse's name is everywhere so Mm -hmm. now now casting directors are like hey he's bigger than ever i want him in our movie i want him in this Uh so it's un in a sense it's unfair because to make your way in a field and especially in the entertainment field you have to have something that stands out about you there's no trust me that uh, Pam and Tommy video wasn't leaked by accident. The right. Kim Kim right. Kardashian, I think it was Kim, one of the Kardashians. That video being leaked, that was intelligent. And look, their mom turned it into a billion dollar career for her and her family.
1: Yeah, she did.
6: It's it's it's. There's controversy. There's. You know, having issues with it. I was told in the beginning when I was doing darkness radio, I can get you on much bigger platforms. I can make you blow up like coast to coast, but you have to become the Howard Stern of the paranormal. I want you to right. rate people. I want you to do I want you to be controversial. I want you. And, and I'm like, ah, that's not me. And they're like, I know that's sad. You'll never make it. And nah. You know, and, and it's true. It's true. It's yeah. true. It's always been middling. Had I gone on the attack, I always thought to myself, "Well, who in God's name wants to come on my show if I'm going to go?" You saw what Tom? How high right. were you? Now I'll joke around right. with that once in a while, right. and I'll be like, and, "And what were you drinking that night?" And then we all kind of laugh. But it's it's not abusive. It's it's saying what the audience is thinking in that moment and trying to make you know couch it in a way that's that's comfortable. But. He's right. Had I gone on the attack, I probably would have had stars and people want to be on the show so that they could defend themselves and yep. feel violated and hurt and want to fight back against me and say these things. That's why Jackass is like Alex. Uh, what the hell is his name? Alex Jones oh,
5: yeah. is popular. Oh, yeah. People
6: love to watch him to be offended and see how stupid he is. Then there's the crew that watches him, that loves him and believes everything he says. So there's mm-hmm. controversy and, and people love that. And, you know, I've, I've always told everybody that jumps into the the field of TV, please don't read what people say about you online because it's going to be cruel and anything they can find to beat you up about, they will. And I should take my yep. own uh, deal. But I, I'm a very social creature on on social media. I actually like to use it and try to perpetuate my business and what I do. And it's hard not to notice these things, but I don't seek them out. I don't Google Dave Schrader is ugly and see how many people have stated that about me. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I it, that aspect of of that just shows its ugly head all on its own, but there are a lot of people that you know, just feel I, I I want to lash out, I want to say, I want to feel, I want to be a part of something, and and it's unfortunate. I wish it was a, a much more creative way to get a point across, than, you know. When somebody comes at me tearing me apart, I'll be like, hey, I hear what you're saying. The way you're saying it makes me not want to listen to a word you have to say, even though it may be legitimate gripe. you know." And then sometimes I'll go, you know what, I, you're right, I'm sorry. And it's great because that opens up a dialogue. Other times it's like, fuck you, you fat prick. And then that's the last time I hear from them. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're like, well, you know, there's only so far you can take a conversation if the other participant is not willing to yield a little and, and open up to realizing you're still human.
1: We need to take a quick break. Be right back in just a few minutes with the family. is expensive enough and we are back with stretches picks you
4: know tom uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks
1: yeah
0: and uh, i highly recommend betting of course i always recommend betting
1: yeah absolutely so who's winning this thing the kiddies, the pack the bears or the purple none of the above those are all the teams in the division i know that well who's your pick So uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SaberHeating.com. Four nine one six five two seven. That's continuum, C O N T I N U U M, continuumweightwellbeing.com. I've learned so much from them, and I know you will too. Continuum Weight and Wellbeing Life Beyond Weight Loss Mode. I'm
4: an I'm a mama, for you.
1: By the way. I got to jump in here quickly and thank our listening audience because the Continuum people reached out to me. Kelly did and said they picked up uh, the first client from the show. So that's wow. wonderful. Hooray. <clears> that's <throat> wonderful to hear for that. It's a great program and it does work. No doubt about it. That's why, uh, you know, I've, I've been very lucky because. Whether it was you Neutrimost know, with Dan and all the fine people over there, or, or I met Kelly and Danette and Nancy over at Profile, and now they've become Continuum. They know what they're talking about. Otherwise, I wouldn't tell you to do it. They definitely know. Um, Andy, do we still have to be out by 10 after, do you think?
5: Uh, I don't know that we have to. what well, has been dropping off. Oh, yeah, that's true. I Probably really have no idea. <laughs> yeah, if we drop okay, off, well, I'll just, yeah, Dave and I will end the show. Okay.
1: That sounds good. That's been happening on the morning show too, and it's been happening. Uh, mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, the phones across America. You have any trouble with your phone, Dave? I've been having trouble with everything lately.
6: Yeah. But it, you know, I don't yep. know if it's yep. retaliation from other countries starting to mess with our 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 <laughs> media yeah, communication because might be. Well, really? I know, Catherine. It sounds stupid, but look, the, you know, the way to take down. The world is by cutting off communications and messing up. Yep. But I the know. other, I
0: always said we should not be reliant on just digital for yep, communications. It's true.
6: There's also the fact that right now there are these huge plasma bursts being ejected from the sun this week. Yep. Which yep. Will be interfering with all technology and and communication devices. So that See? could be part of it.
0: Should never have gotten rid of landlines.
1: No, I agree. I I loved landlines. Man, that signal was just gorgeous.
0: Well, there should just be, like, in every building or something, or every block, there should be a landline, you know?
6: I know. Every time I'm out somewhere and I see a telephone booth, I take a picture and start humming the
5: Jurassic Park theme. (laughs) Yeah, there you go.
6: Who uses phone
5: booths anymore? I don't know that I've ever used a phone booth in my life. Probably true.
0: You never have? I don't think so. The last time I used one was in Manhattan and I got in the phone booth and I looked down and there was a hypodermic mm, needle. Yep. Oh yeah. Sitting right next to where you would put your elbow. And part of the to reason that people don't
5: use them
1: anymore.
0: And I was like I'm mm, not doing true. this anymore.
1: What's well, even true on TV if you're watching a show and the person picks up the phone to talk and there's a cord attached to it. it's like what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Remember corded phones? That was weird. It
0: was a lot, a lot harder to tap people's lines back then.
1: It was indeed. <clears throat> no doubt about that. But yeah, it's you're right. It's the it's the solar flares. It's the worries about you know safety of the people in the United States because everybody's pissed off at us about this, that, or the other thing. And I, I don't know what to tell you. So if we drop off, Andy and, and Dave will take care of it. Mm-hmm. it won't be a, I mean it's, Tony and it's Dave. Because That's because of this. Putin. Yes, it's Putin's fault. <laughs> no question. It. No doubt about it.
6: In Russia right now, he's thinking, how else can I disrupt Tom Bernard's show? That's
1: right. That tall <laughs> son of a bitch. I not do like a Russian five accent. Five? That was it. Is he like 5'5", five, five, something like that?
5: I don't know.
0: Speaking of, uh, Elon, sort of Musk, is, Elon Musk, didn't Elon, is, Elon Musk challenge him to a fight, a fist-to-fist he fight? He did. Yeah, he
1: wanted to fight him. <laughs> But Elon See, Musk is 6'2". I know, but that's the
0: kind of stuff I think is actually funny.
1: <laughs> it is funny. I think it's funny.
0: Yeah,
1: but no, it's. Uh, I mean, it's so funny. We're going through all these different machinations and all the rest of this. This guy's doing this, and this woman wants to do that, and this has changed with this, and it, I don't know what. Uh, I just hope we can make it through this, and maybe someday I'll be able to just walk down the street, and I mean, I, I do because I was I was raised by my mother to be polite. She always told me you have to be polite. Well, Catherine and I are walking along, walking a dog last night, walking along the sidewalk, and here comes a guy on a bicycle the other direction. Both Catherine and I move over to let him go by. Didn't even bother to make eye contact to say thank you. We moved over so he could stay on the sidewalk, and he, he couldn't care less. I mean, just a rude asshole. I don't, why oh, do want some people want to be like, that's stupid? Is that what it is?
6: Maybe he was in the zone. He was listening to uh, the Paranormal 60 podcast with Dave <laughs> yes. so entranced by that my conversational tones that he just didn't even realize that people existed outside of that realm.
1: Well, that's what it kind of is now when you walk past <laughs> someone. They stare at you, and then you, as you turn to them and go, hello, they look away. It's like, well, you were looking at me. I thought maybe if I made eye contact, I'd say hello, and you go, how are you, and we'd move on. Because they don't even aren't want to do to that.
6: Talking anymore. to one another face to face anymore. We all communicate Why? through our, our cell phones. You know, yeah, I call true, people. Yeah. They won't take the call and text me immediately and say, "Hey, what's up?" Well, I was trying to call you. I know what's up. I wanted to talk to you. Cool. What's right. up? No, pick up your goddamn phone. That's what's up. Right? You want that communication? But a lot of people, it, it, they almost feel offended by getting a phone yeah. call now. They, Why are you calling me, Tom?
1: No it's, you're absolutely right about that and, and here you have to understand something. Well you do understand that everybody on the show understands it. that's our business. My business is to talk so I don't want to text I want to talk. that's what I do I mean it's just try to understand not everybody's brain is like yours. you're all wired into what you want to do well other people want to do other things.
0: Well it's just okay so f- females apparently really really love posting on Facebook well, or they Instagram. Do. Yep, oh, okay. that's what women like to do. And I'm not on either one of those anymore. So everybody thinks that I know everything about their life because of Facebook and Instagram. Oh, sure, yeah. So when you call them and you say, hey, what's up? They're all, well, didn't you see my post?
1: <laughs> no. I I'm didn't. like,
0: no, I didn't. I mean, if you, need, if you want to tell me something that's going on, I, I need to actually talk to you. And yeah. people just don't do that anymore. They think that they're alerting all of their friends of their (laughs) daily activities by their daily posts. It's really bizarre.
6: The algorithm at at Facebook has choked people off now so that most people don't see your post. I have 5,000 friends on Facebook, and if I post something... You have to, I have to have so many responses or likes within the first 30 seconds for them to open the valve and let more people see it. So people will go, Why do you like your own post? That's kind of arrogant. I'm like, Because the more likes it gets, the more people see it. The more people see it, the more likes it gets. And that's when you're trying to put it out there. So you may be great friends with somebody and never see their posts because Facebook is choking them off unless you're always liking what they post. So there is that aspect. But then I go to do these live events where I go meet with uh, fans of the paranormal mm-hmm. and I'll have somebody come up to me and God bless them. They'll look me in the eyes and they're like, hey, it's me, Barb. And I'm like, hey, Barb, we're friends on Facebook. I go, awesome. Well, we talk all the time. Okay. Okay. Well, you don't even look like you know who I am. I'm like, Barb, I talk to over 100 people a day on Facebook that write right. messages. I, I'm sorry. I, it's not a slam against you. And then they look at you like, oh, you're such an arrogant jerk. And you're like, I. it's not because I'm rude. I. There's no way I could know everybody that's on Facebook. No, Just, no, It's, not it's impossible. And to know them in person, unless like we continually talk on and off Facebook, and you know, or I've, I've known them for years because they've attended events. I, I'm horrible with that, but yeah, people have that sense of, well, why don't you know me? I've written to you once. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like well, this well, guy that lives go. in Louisville writes to me and then thinks I should know who he is. I don't know who this guy is. Just kidding, Joe. I love you. Thanks for writing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there you go. Joe of Louisville, not from Louisville. No, I'm sure, and I've talked to people about this many, many times, and I know it's true. I got off social media nine years ago. It's going on ten years. I haven't been on it more than about two minutes since then, and I know it really hurts this show. There's no question. If I went on social media every day and ran my mouth, this show would be a lot bigger than it is, but I'm not doing it. You're not not running your mouth? Not on social media. (laughs) (laughs) I'm running my mouth out in the street, but not on social media. No, I just, I got sick to death of it. It just, everything was just, oh my God, it was disgusting. And I know it does hurt the business. There's no question. But I I eventually hope to live long enough to get by that. I don't know if I ever will. But yeah, I mean, I literally disconnected between uh, communication between me and about 100,000 people. Now, that was stupid to some people to do that, but I just couldn't take it anymore because I can't sit back and go, so you're going to run your mouth to me. You've never met me, but you're going to run your mouth. What a tough guy you are. I can't do that. I just can't do it. You know, you want to be a tough guy, then I'll see you. But if you don't want to see me, then shut up about that action. It's just not worth it to me. You know, maybe I should hire, I should probably hire somebody to pretend they're me. What do you think? Well,
0: that's what Joe Biden does.
1: <clears throat> that is what Biden does. Yeah, I should. that's what I should do. Joe Biden some- hired somebody
6: to pretend they were Tom? That's weird.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I said, God, he even didn't even bother to call and ask me. It was just terrible. <clears throat> I mean, that's the other thing I was laughing about today. I just love the fact you get some people, they get all pissed off if you, if you you know, criticize Trump. And then the other side, they get all pissed off you criticize Biden. It's like... I criticize both of them. So I did I piss both of you off now? I mean, he's the president. They are the president. They were the president. I can critique them and criticize them if I feel like it. I pay my taxes. They work for me. Do they not? That's the concept. Yeah. Yeah, it's the concept. Yeah. So I I I don't know why you would get so touchy because just Well, again, I voted for Tulsi Gabbard. I didn't vote for either one of them, Biden nor Trump. Uh, And now uh, we got Mitt Romney and uh, Tulsi Gabbard going at each other. It's like, I just can't win, man. That's unbelievable. But um, I I don't know. Look, here's what I would like. I would like one thing. If if our politicians, particularly our, our federal officials, could solve one problem without raising taxes and getting the taxpayers to pay for it out of pocket, I would be shocked. It's amazing to me. Uh, The answer to everything is you need to pay more taxes. Oh, okay. So you can just piss it away however much you want. So
0: they can give themselves 20% raises.
1: They just gave themselves a 20% raise. That's exactly right. Everybody else is suffering, can't afford anything, can't buy gas, can't buy a car. But I gave myself a 20% raise. What do you think of that, actually?
0: To be fair, it's only an 11% raise given inflation.
1: Oh, yeah, I suppose that's true. But when inflation drops down again, it'll be a 30% raise. (laughs) So I don't know. I, I have very, very little patience for that whole thing. Could you imagine um, if being the president, you you could only
6: run for president if you were a wealthy man? How that would have impacted people like like uh, Abraham Lincoln?
1: Oh God, and, yes. And
6: so many of our leaders. And now it's it's a, a rich man's game. It truly is. And yep, it being, is. Being being an independent or somebody that just has a great vision for the future and a great plan will never be heard of or seen unless they are extremely wealthy and can buy their way into being recognized.
5: That's very true. I think the most recent non-rich president was probably what, Jimmy Carter? Yeah, and he had a peanut farm, so that was pretty exactly.
0: Well, Barack Obama wasn't wealthy. He was okay, but he wasn't like a billionaire. He is now. I know, but when he he ran, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I have no idea. I don't
0: think he was super wealthy.
1: No, probably not. I would guess you're you're probably right about. It. He probably was not. And then that whole thing started with his wife having to say, "This is the first time I've ever, first day I've ever been proud of being an American."
0: You have mm-hmm. never forgiven her for that.
1: Well, like I said, it's a let's see horrible how. Thing to say. It is. It's really. a horrible thing to say. And by the way, let's look at the people of color around the world. Let's look at gay people around the world. Let's look at people. There's still slavery in most of the eastern hemispheres, north and south. Not everywhere, but almost everywhere. Tribes themselves in Africa kill one another because their nose is a different shape than mine has got nothing to do with We're both. we're all the same skin color, but your nose looks weird. The Hutus and the Tootsies had a war over the shape of noses. Now, what does that say? T- can we solve any problems when you're shooting someone over the shape of their nose? Sounds like a Doctor Who story, or a Dr. Uh, Seuss story. Yeah. The, the remember the
6: the, 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 or the yars with stars on their bellies yeah, exactly. or the star belly sneeches that's what yep. it was yeah God. some had stars some didn't and then they'd pay to get theirs removed because the ones that couldn't were paying to get theirs put on and people just right. yeah it, it's a weird it's a
1: weird world man it really is a, the littlest thing. I mean how you can say this is the first time you've ever been proud to be an American well why did you stay here why did if I was not proud to be an American I'd leave. That's what I would do, but I don't know where I'd go. Where the hell am I going to go that's yeah, going to be better real. than America? Seriously, I will have,
6: I will have you know that there is still slavery right here in Minnesota. If you ask oh, my yeah. children, they're
1: indentured slaves because yeah, they have well, to take they're... the garbage out. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, isn't that the truth? God. They claim to be.
0: I wish I would have had a video uh, or a, an iPhone when Andy was a kid. And oh, I used God. to ask him to do stuff. My favorite one was him. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. I have to throw you under the bus on this I asked him to shovel the sidewalk.
1: Oh God. We
0: didn't have a huge sidewalk up No, in we did not. We and didn't. I was like, could you please just go it would be nice if you start doing some chores around here? So he goes out and he actually was gonna do it and he wasn't complaining too much. He goes out and I, I hear him just doing the Tommy B tirade. God damn it! What's that? <laughs> I was like, "What is going on out here?" Oh well. And he's like, "The shovel keeps getting stuck on the crack." i <clears throat> He's just throwing this fit. I was like, oh, "Mother, don't are... we have
6: people for this?"
0: <laughs> yeah, isn't that a robot
6: it?
1: it
0: was so funny. I'm like, Oh my god, you were just like your dad. <laughs> what? What
1: the hell's that mean? Andy, do you remember all that stuff you used to do? Yes. Or do you I not do remember actually. Those? Do you actually do remember, you
0: remember the the snow shoveling incident?
1: I do remember
5: that. <laughs> well because we have hey, like these... in his
6: defense that was when he was known as Tony. Yes.
5: Yeah, so yes, yeah, so he was still Tony name. then. Name. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have like inch long gaps across the sidewalk. What the hell?
0: You just lower the blade and push.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't lower it anymore. I was this short kid.
0: Well, then you go the other way.
5: Dave, I got <laughs> to tell you a quick story about that
1: same sidewalk. We had a, a guy come in and put a new sidewalk in front of our house. Cause Andy the old, Fisher.
0: Yeah,
1: it was Andy Fisher's uh, nephew. Oh, was as it? A matter of fact. Mm-hmm. It was oh, Andy Fisher's I nephew. yeah. that? Absolutely. So he's putting in a new sidewalk, and Andy kept going over while he was uh, while the worker was on break. And putting his initials in the wet concrete. And the guy would come back and he'd go, I, I don't want to mention his name because I don't know if he wants me to or not. But Andy kept coming back and putting his initials in the wet concrete, right? And he'd, he'd come back and smooth it out again. So finally I came walking out at one point, I don't know, two, three days into it. And he is laughing his ass off. The worker is laughing like a son of a bitch. I said, what's, what's the deal with you? He said, your son is a piece of work. And I said, why, what happened? He goes, I've told him like three, four times to stop etching his, his uh, initials in the wet concrete. And he, he said, I just had to tell him again, and you know what he said to me? I said, no, what did Andy say to you? Apparently Andy looked at him and said, my dad's going to kick your ass. <laughs> That's real nice. Andy's threatening him with his dad. Real yeah. nice, Andy. I do not remember that one. No, you don't remember that. It was Dick, not Dick. It was, uh, I don't want to say what the name was. You know, Andy's still hanging in there. Did you know that? Is he? Yeah, it's unbelievable, man. He's one tough son of a bitch. Yeah. No doubt about it. We love you, Andy Fisher. You know that, Pally. No question about it. I should mention, by the way, that Fukushima just got hit with another earthquake. Oh, no. Well, that happens over there all the time. But, I mean, it's all the time. Yeah. This one's a 7-3, though, Andy. That's a pretty big earthquake, isn't it? a pretty big earthquake. 7-3 7-3 earthquake just nailed them. It is unbelievable. Oh, wait a minute. I got to read this story. We only got a couple of minutes left, but I want to read this story because just for the headline, I have not seen the story. I'm looking at the headline, and there, are, there's a picture. It's a mass grave with 5, 10, 13, 16, 21. It has 30 dead bodies in it. 30 dead bodies yeah. in this mass grave, right? The murdered dissidents of Syrian leader Bashar al-Assad ended up in mass graves, which could hold evidence of war crimes. The New York Times reports after speaking with four men who claimed to have worked around two mass grave sites near Damascus, which the Times located using satellite images. Each one contains thousands of bodies, said the men. Oh, there's actually thousands of bodies in there only one of whom remains in Syria. Human rights groups say the graves may also hold evidence of war crimes carried out by al-Assad's forces, including the systematic uh, torture and murder of protesters, activists, and others once held in government detention centers. Um, So this goes on and on and on. I want to get to the important part here, because the headline is hilarious. Um, many of the more than 130,000 people to vanish from these centers are assumed dead. At least 14,000 were tortured to death, the U.S. Treasury Department said in July. I want to get to the part here with the, with the, from the headline. It's got to be in the back, deal. You know what, I'll just read the headline because I don't want to keep talking about this. It's too depressing a story. But knowing what I just said, 140, 130,000 people to vanish, buried in mass graves by the tens of thousands. And the headline is... He dug a mass grave, then an ice cream truck showed up. <laughs> what? Mm. What? The hell is that? Sounds for like a it's answer? AI generated. <laughs> it's a very strange segue. <laughs> Wait a minute! I can't dig anymore. There's ice cream. Mm. <laughs>
5: really? <laughs> it's very hot out today.
1: Yeah, it must be. It digging, says a man tasked with digging makes you hot. A man tasked with digging graves at the site recalled the smell of death being so strong that it made him faint. He also recalled seeing the body of a child arrive at an ice cream truck, and he said, "From that day, and I quote, I can no longer eat ice cream." Boy, That's what a the story! The point that of is. the
0: story is the ice cream.
1: Apparently, it's the ice cream. The ice cream truck I think showed up. They
0: lost the plot.
5: Well, were they, they using the
6: did. ice cream truck to uh, dispose of bodies or carry them because it was a cold yes. Yeah, refrigerated. Yes. Yeah. yeah, refrigerated, Ooh. yep. Yeah, I get it then. It's a twisted yeah. metal. Yeah. I don't know but if I want to eat ice cream. <laughs> I get your point, Catherine. That's the yeah. part we're going to focus on. The travesty yeah, of all these <laughs> right. deaths, but now I can't yeah. eat ice cream.
0: Yeah, Thanks, through Obama. those people. Through <laughs> all those dead people.
1: <laughs> all right. That's gonna do it for today. Thank you very much for listening. And thank you, by the way, if you're listening right now. The, the continuum people do a great job and they'll they'll be with us for quite some time building their business. That's what we do, man. Help people build businesses. Works for me. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. <laughs>